the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a Friday. Yeah, we made it through another week uh, as, uh, well, the hurricane over in the east. Uh, thankfully, it is taking a right turn. Uh, I saw a thing today where it's winds of 180 miles an hour, but the good news is uh, it doesn't look like it's going to hit anything. So uh, maybe maybe up north in Canada late, late uh, next week they'll get, uh, well, things that they're not used to, but uh, all clear there. Speaking of all clear, crude oil, got to keep watching. Powering higher today. We got the markets a little higher today. We had news from Kroger that we'll share with everybody today. More central bank gold buying. I mean, we talked a bunch about it yesterday already. Uh, China saying, hey, we bought the largest amount yet in our repurchasing program for August. So we just gave you July's number. Uh, we'll update you. There is another bank run happening and they're trying to keep it quiet as the feds emergency facility up again it, it rises every single week uh, uh, we're, we're about six months away they're supposed to pay all this stuff back i'm sure though jason they, they won't have to worry about the, the fed in their kindness of their hearts will probably give them some sort of extension who knows how big it's going to be in another six months right i mean already uh i think this is like the 10th or 11th straight weekly increase. In other words, banks continue to lose deposits. Yeah, yeah, that deficit is uh, is getting bigger and bigger. You know, it's uh, it's kind of funny how the current administration talked about, well, look, I, I dropped the, the deficit in my first year or second year, whatever it was, down $1.5 trillion. You know, and, of course, that has everything to do with, you know, no one going to work in 2020, but uh, – uh, but now it's uh, bouncing back up. You know the deficit yeah. is is huge. I think we're at one point six trillion currently for the year, and it's going to go higher. So, <laughs> yeah, it I, depends on where you look. I know debt clocks got it at one six. Uh, Newsmax the other day had it at two two. Uh, I don't know. You know we're we're splitting hairs of the size and the scope of of what it is that we're looking at the uh, the national debt you know 33 trillion dollars and uh, all of the increase in auction sizes now the banks they right they need to do the special borrowing every week at the fed because deposits are leaving there i guess the good news that there's good news is with the 10 year note rising uh, people can go into money markets and get four or five percent. Well, I don't know about five, but they get four. You, you call Joey, he'll get you four seven, right? But but you can at least get something you know that resembles sort of inflation. Speaking of inflation, Kroger sales down year over year. Really interesting because the headline says, and you can't make this stuff up: slowing inflation. 
is dragging on Kroger sales. Now here, Kroger, for you Arizona folks, that's that's uh, Fry's, soon to be Fry's Elberton Safeway. Uh, I know in Colorado, Jason, they're King Super in Colorado. Kroger's huge. Right? Outside of Walmart, Kroger's the next biggest food retailer, and it's not even close. Uh, and and they, they're going to be merging now with Albertson Safeway. They had to get rid of 400 stores. Uh, they sold it to some, some other company. Uh, 400 stores that they're going to d- divest themselves of to, to take over the Albertson Safeway. I mean, it, it is amazing as we get deeper and deeper and deeper into all of this how the small and medium-sized businesses just are getting gobbled up and gobbled up and gobbled up. And now, uh, as Jason had highlighted a week ago, listen, we got a a problem for small and medium-sized businesses starting next year. Uh, All the ones that carry debt, they've got to refinance, and most of them won't be able to afford the new refinance payments, uh, which is just, again, you know, pretty soon we'll just be down to a couple of options, Jason, right? You know, hey, you, you can go to Walmart or you can go to Kroger, uh, but but th- but that's about it, right? Same thing with the banks, right? We had 16,000 banks, then we had 8,000 banks, now we got 4,000 banks. Janet Yellen would be real happy with 400 banks, right? The, 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 the idea of choice is is really disappearing now they call them all different things right you think wow hey i'm in, i'm in fries well i'm in king super oh i'm in albertson's i'm in Safeway. yeah it's all the same company they are all the same and that goes with non-grocers we figured out that right. uh these things are all bought up by the same interest see the, the illusion of choice joe and then the problem is as is, is, is there is less competing companies or companies that actually think they're competing uh, there'll be less choices. You know, you, you talk about shortages in grocery stores and things. They, you know, a lot of the choices that we once had, you know, the, the, the multitude. Sometimes you stand in an aisle and you have to sit there for 10 minutes to figure out which tube of toothpaste you're going to buy, you know. Uh, that's all coming to an end when things get tighter and tighter. And things are really going to get tight next year. And I've seen many of the – it's funny because a lot of the stuff I buy, Joe, it just seems like my specific one that I buy, that's the one that's always eliminated off, off the shelf first. <laughs> so I have to go find another one. Thanks for Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on a Friday. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Friday. A quick look at the markets. The Dow's up today, 100 points. The S&P's up 16. The Nasdaq's up 50. Gold's up 5. Silver's up 10. Uh, crude oil, I know you don't want to hear it, uh, up 80 cents, uh, just below $88. Uh, Brent crude, The 10-year note is off a little bit today. But, you know, before the break, we're talking about, you know, you can get four to four and a half. You call call Joey. Joey gets a 4.7 in a money market uh, account. You know, why refi? Get up to 10.25%. That's a whole lot better than 4.7. If you want to just say, you know what, I want to try it out for a year, one year. Could you afford to have your money locked up for one year? They'll give you 6.25% return. I mean, that's dominating where you're going to get anywhere from these banks. And here's the great thing. It's not correlated to Wall Street. It's not a bank. It's not, it's not that. 
right? That's the great thing about them. And believe it or not, it's finally something, you know, here's always the problem with investing. A lot of times you've got to invest in things that you don't really support, right? If you're in a 401k, you don't even get to pick the stocks you're in. A lot of people, you know the, the companies that are driving the market right now, Google, Apple, Microsoft, a lot of you don't want to invest in these companies. You want to help these companies, right? These these aren't the companies you want to deal with. Why refi? Actually, they, they, they're in the distressed private student loan market. These are the banks have turned the, their back on these people, uh, put, put these teenagers and kids in their early 20s in these horrible positions where, okay, you, you graduated college, uh, you got 30 days to pay. This isn't the federal stuff. Put them in. Put them in default. Within most of these, most of the people that Y Refi is working with, uh, as far as default, they defaulted on their student debt payment within six months of graduating from college or, or dropping out, whatever it may be, within six months, and their lives have been ruined forever. We oh, we gotta uh, free this and free that. No, Y Refi takes the guesswork out of it. They, they they reward those people that, hey, I've got my life together now. I got I didn't get when I graduated, nobody was hiring. It was COVID, whatever the case may have been. I've got a good job now. I can make a reasonable payment. Right? That they, the average person that Y Refi helps has their debt paid off in eight and a half years. I mean that's like a car that's like a car now, a new car you know a lot of people gotta have new car loans for that long. Uh, they can have the entire thing taken out. So it also does something that you feel good about uh, as well. Now, you got to have 50000 That is the minimum. You can use existing IRAs, but check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. Just tell them that I sent you. Uh, and, and Jason... You know, I was funny about the headline with, with, with Kroger, right, that that it was slowing inflation, dragging down sales. Right, yeah. Right, so now they use the government inflation number, right? Oh, inflation was 3.4%. Okay, so then I was, I was like, oh, well, that... I guess Kroger sales went up 3.4% or 4% or maybe 5%. Actually, no. Kroger sales were actually down. This is a big deal. So this means even with more inflation, this just tells you. Because Kroger, listen, Kroger's mostly food. Now, I know they've got some stores that have other stuff. But they're mostly food. And basically what Kroger is saying is, they, not only do, do people not have the money they used to have because sales were actually down a little bit, right? Obviously, prices are still getting more expensive, whether we like it or not. They, they, it's just, Jason, it's just a matter of people have got less to put in the shopping cart, and now all of a sudden fuel prices are back on the rise because this really, th- th- these sales came during that low gas price. I got a feeling that Kroger is going to be saying that sales are going to slow even more in in the the next say three to six months. Yeah, and and you know Kroger has the same problem that uh, Target has. 
that uh, when 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 things get tight for the average family, uh, you don't go to Target. You just go to Walmart. It's a little bit cheaper, you know. You know the the three hundred dollar trip at Walmart might be three hundred and fifty bucks at Target. Uh, Kroger, uh, pretty cheap groceries, you know. And then there are you know there are some times when Target and uh, Kroger can beat the Walmart prices on certain items. But in general, as a trip to the store, Kroger is not less expensive than Walmart. So Walmart, and I'll say this, I, I, I take a lot of uh, time and effort to, to, to know, to eat as good as I can. I don't eat Walmart food. So if you're trying to eat good, well, then obviously the cheaper food is where the less nutritious food is. That's generally Walmart. Walmart is not very nutrition, nutritionally uh, minded, Joe. They're just about price point cost. And right. so right. I pay more for food. I know I pay more for food. I go to, I do go to King Super's sometimes because they have stuff i need there but i i can't even remember the last time i actually bought walmart food but it is cheap definitely i'm gonna say this there's a lot of interesting things to not a lot of data out today but interesting stuff walmart said they're going to start uh cutting pay for new hires by a dollar <laughs> an hour they're not now. Oh, no, no, no current employees are fine. They're not taking payback. You you can't do that. But that kind of tells me. Wait, wait, what? Because usually Walmart, you know, they, they especially the lower jobs, they got a hard time getting enough of them. Yeah. So it makes me wonder about this. Right? We're all scratching our head about the labor market, right? We're all scratching. This was interesting because yeah. at the same time. Right, the UAW is getting ready to strike at the big three. Right, I mean they're they're, they're sitting there. I, mean, I saw General Motors, or I, I want to say it was either General Motors or Ford. I think it was General Motors. Uh, they offered uh, their employees a ten percent pay raise, and they called the offer insulting. Right, that's insulting. Ten uh, percent. That's not going to get it done. Of course, you know they want forty percent at Ford. They did one better. They gave 8,000 uh, UAW workers uh, a raise. Now, this was a raise they were going to get anyway as part of the old contract, but Ford just pushed it up. You know, there was, I, I think they, they were going to get this money like January 1st or something like that. Ford gave it to them today, said, here you go. So it, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because now Walmart's now mm-hmm. saying we've got – We've got enough help. We don't need to pay as much. And then the, the UAW saying, uh-uh, you, you better come with the big bucks. No, I, uh, well, I, I think I know exactly what Walmart's doing. Walmart's ahead of the curve. Uh, if, if I was working at Walmart and listening to this show, you know, that's your job, getting ready to go away. That, that's how I see it. They're going to train the new workers in. Walmart's going to be way ahead because next, next year when things are crashing and burning – Walmart's going to have you by the throat. It's like, oh, you need a job now. You need a job, and this is what we pay. Because people are people are going to sign up for whatever they can to, to to pay the bills next year. Walmart's just they just want to get ahead of it. They don't want to drop the pay when people are hurting. It's like they then become evil. They'll drop the pay this year, make it harder to uh, to employ people this year. But by next year, they'll have the jobs, Joe. And then then Walmart will be like, well, this is what it this is what it's worth now. It, it is interesting. Right, and it's something. And why? Why am I focusing so much on Walmart? Because they're they're the leader. They're you know say what you will 
Walmart is a fantastic operator. You know, I know on the half-empty cup we talked about FEMA, but we don't need FEMA. Just call Walmart, right? You got a disaster, call Walmart. They'll get the trucks rolling. They'll get the water, right? They'll, they'll handle all of it. They're really good operators. This, to me, tells me they've seen a trend in their own stores that says to them, trouble is coming, and now we're going to, because let's face it, here we, we're talking about inflation, 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 and Walmart comes out and says, oh, by the way, we're going to cut starting pay, <laughs> and we're going to cut it by a dollar an hour. Oh, that, that, that's, hey, that's not something to sneeze at. You've got to consider that, yeah. and, and to me, to me, that says Walmart saying, hey, listen, and to Jason's point, Walmart, what makes them so good is they aren't reactive. They are proactive, right? You know, this is kind of what we tell all of you when buying your gold and silver. Be proactive. Because when you're reactive, that means you're always buying it during crisis times and you pay more, right? You just pay more. Uh, Walmart here, they're being proactive. They're saying, hey, we know. My guess is what they're what they're saying is they're not going to have any problem hiring ho- holiday help, number one. That, that tells me that. Right, that hey, and, and oh, by the way, come twenty twenty four, yeah, we we're going to have more than enough workers, and we don't need to pay them nearly enough because what they're seeing. My guess is just what they're seeing: the consumers buying at their own stores. Well, so the other side of why they would do this that comes to mind, Joe, is that they're, they're they they think well, uh, we we want to discourage applications because we're going to be firing people. So if we're already dropping what these starting wages, we're going to scare a lot of people away from even applying because we won't be hiring. We're going to be firing. So that's the other side. I think both things happening at once, but that's the other part, Joe, is, well, we, we know it's coming, so we're going to just start offering crap wages so that nobody wants to come here to begin with so we don't have to tell everybody no all the time, Joe, because they're going to be, you know, the, Walmart might lose stores. You know, the, the Walmart's not – uh, they're susceptible to the markets too. They may have to uh, chop a few stores away too if it comes down to it, Joe. And they'll do it too. Uh, believe me, Walmart will be proactive. This next story, this one's incredible. Uh, power cars. I've been telling you how expensive power is going to be, especially in certain states. Uh, Texas probably being the worst of them all, but a lot of the Midwest and Eastern states. Uh, it just was hotter than, you know, in Arizona, we're used to it being hot. We, we get it. I know, and everyone makes a big deal. Oh, it's hot as summer. It was fine. The the, the realities are, though, uh, this next story kind of highlights what I'm talking about. During the crypto boom of 2001, remember uh, what Bitcoin went to like 67, 65, 66,000? Riot Platforms was raking in the cash Bitcoin mining. Now the company is losing so much money that it's counting on energy credits from selling power back to the, uh, to the Texas grid to keep its operating cost under control. Riot on Wednesday said it earned $31.7 million in energy credits just the month prior from the state of Texas, well, the the Texas power grid operator, the company generated credits by voluntarily 
curtailing its energy consumption. And I know that they just the other day, they asked Riot and these other companies to do it again. Uh, they the, the total value, $31.7 million in one month of electric credits. They, they mined in that same month about $8.9 million of, I'll call it Bitcoin credit. $8.9 million in their actual operation. $31.7 million, Jason, selling power back to the Texas Electric Company. I mean, that's one heck of a business model right there. Yeah, power, you know, yeah. Bitcoin do you, does use a lot of power. You know, I, uh, on, the, on the side, I, I, I could tell you something I heard about BlackRock and Bitcoin. I, I, I forgot to bring to the air. We'll maybe uh, touch on that on the next segment, Joe, because I found something interesting that BlackRock is doing with Bitcoin. Uh, when BlackRock has touched it, Bitcoin being independent is doomed. Welcome back. The Patriot Radio News Hour, the number to call for gold and silver, 800-951-0592. I'm sure Joe's going to have a, a good special for us here pretty shortly. Um, let me let me see. We were talking a little bit of Bitcoin and, and, uh, and, and utilities, but, Joe, I, I keep forgetting I was watching this uh, – this article that we presented, and uh, BlackRock is getting into Bitcoin, and uh, we'll we'll do more we'll do more reporting on this uh, as I see more going on with with that. But uh, they're going around Joe uh, BlackRock, and they're not just adding Bitcoin to their uh, portfolio necessarily. They're uh, they're going around buying the Bitcoin miners. They're going to the Bitcoin miners and saying, "Here's a bag of money. Uh, give give it to us." trying to take over the actual creation of the Bitcoin that you were just talking about the last segment. Kind of interesting, just like you said, maybe uh, just taking over Bitcoin, and, and what will that mean? Does that mean yeah. Bitcoin will go up and have an artificial high and then crash it? I mean, it's, it's so many different things can happen when a big whale like uh, BlackRock gets involved, Joe. It's unfortunate, really, uh, because it, it just means it's going to be uh, – regulated to death and, and controlled uh, by the people that we were trying to get away from, right? The, the whole the whole point of I love the concept of Bitcoin. Love it. I think that's, that's really awesome because it takes the power away from the central banks of the world. Uh, and I just, let's face it, uh, um, I just don't think they're going to allow it to happen. That's always been my problem. They're just not going to allow it to happen. And, of course, uh, the idea of mainstreaming it, right, if you will, really is essentially uh, you're, you're now allowing the wolf to guard the hen house again, right? I mean, we, we, we're, we're right back into the same problems that we had before. Uh, but, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so the I think all of this will continue, right? Wall Street wants to wants to control it, dominate it, own it, and, and essentially uh, the only ones that are going to be able to make money on this is us, right? You guys, none of you guys, no more of this, uh, oh, man, yeah, I took a flyer, I, I bought a $1,000 and it became a millionaire. Yeah, no, they're not going to let that happen anymore. But speaking of the anti-central bank, you know, yesterday we did the show, you know, is is it possible? that gold could be confiscated again. 
And one of the things uh, that the author was brought up was about all of the, the gold buying by all of these central banks. And they've been doing it, like I said, really since the financial crisis. And, and for most people, you know, they don't know that once we went off of the dollar and the Nixon took us off the gold standard and then all of a sudden you could own gold again. Gold started trading on Wall Street. Uh, and then it really picked up in the late 80s and into the 90s. Central banks were gold sellers. And what central banks? Mostly the European central banks. They were the ones doing all of the selling. And they would sell it year after year, month after month. And uh, England, uh, everyone remembers in the late 90s, uh, England sold all of its gold at the dead bottom, right, at $250 to the ounce. And they had contracts. They set up contract deals where uh, the, the, the old, I'll call it the original EU members plus England, well, England didn't have any gold anymore, so it didn't matter, they actually came into an agreement, hey, we won't sell more than 500 metric tons in any one year, right? Because that way everyone gets to sell some, and, and we don't like what England drove the price way down, and, you know, they like to sell it to make their, you know, their, their budgets look better. But that didn't last very long. And ever since the financial crisis, the exact opposite has been happening. And now they're not selling 500 metric tons. No, they're, they're, they're not buying 500 metric tons. They're buying 1,000 a, a metric tons, 1,200 metric tons, almost 2,000 metric tons last year. And it just keeps happening. Uh, even countries, uh, even the European countries, if they had their gold in the U.S., if they had their gold in England, what did they do? They brought it all back home. Because they don't trust the central bankers. Well, look at look at Venezuela as a prime example. Where was their gold? Well, they had their gold in London. Well, what? Well, we don't like Venezuela anymore. Let's let's freeze their gold, right? Let's hold their gold, right? That that is that is the kind of stuff that's happening out there. And you know, yesterday we told you big jump in gold purchases. Today, this that was a July number. Today, China let it be known in August. Uh, they bought another 29 tons of gold. That is their largest monthly gold purchase this year, Jason. They're actually upping the amount of gold that they're adding. And, and, and you know, again, this is something where they're selling dollars. They're buying gold. Now, they're not buying, they're not putting it all into gold. But like, like we tell you, be your own central bank. China continues to diversify itself away from dollars. And now what we're seeing is just like last year, towards the second half of last year, these these gold sales ramped up, and we're seeing it do it again this year. Yeah, I don't see when this will stop until, uh, well, until, at least until America gets into a, a heavier part of its recession. You know, China's, I think China has, has, has been hiding their market crash for a while now, I think it's been really severe over there, and I don't think uh, we're getting the information clearly as to how bad it is. But uh, you know the the the, the over reporting of their population, Joe, which is is out there now. You know, is is you subtract the population, a hundred million, a uh, hundred million people. You know that 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 didn't exist in the country. 
that, that changes the GDP and everything about that goes on in that country. It changes the numbers completely. And so they're, they're not looking too good, Joe. And if China's failing and America's failing at the same time, the rest of the world will fail with it, especially the industrialized part of the world, you know, Europe and and Australia and, and Asia. Uh, these countries aren't they're not going to do too well. And we talked about the border on the half-empty cup of Joe yesterday, Joe. That's why so many people are coming. There's the, uh, the, yep. the, the, the third world countries are going to get it the worst. It's something where, you know, uh, King World News had uh, an article out about uh, is there another one, a stealth bank run happening again, and they're just doing a better job of not letting us know about it. Uh, and then they cited some things that, that are worth noting. First, the, the Bank of International Settlements started to say that the current situation, capital outflows, that means deposits leaving, have had a significant impact on uh, macroeconomic outcomes. Uh, Banks are seeing a collapse of deposits along with cash withdrawals in record numbers. But they go on because now the new wrinkle is defaults are rising at the same time and there's no new loans. We're going to talk about that when we get back. 800 951 Gold's up three here, 1927. Silver is flat right now, 2295. Final day, $20 gold pieces, one through 19 at 2195. 20 or more, 2175. <clears throat> and rolls of silver half dollars, like I said, uh, all week. All out buy on silver here. Rolls of silver half dollars, two hundred and ten dollars. Buy ten rolls or more, two hundred and five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So King World News. Listen, here's what's happening. We know that a lot of people took some action earlier this year. Right when the when the when we had those three bank failures and uh, was it Credit Suisse was ready to go under right everybody people moved a lot, but the move is is happening again and it's a little different this time. Yes, there's some people that hey you know what they're just, they're a little slower to react or because of of what's going on it just took them a little while. To, to get access to the money, get something set up, figure out what they were going to do. You still have big depositors spreading money out. But King World News says it's a bigger problem than this. They're, they're talking about, you know, the the withdrawals at record numbers. They're, the banks are dealing with lack of deposits. One of the big things, going back, to like the end of 2021, a lot of customers, they had, you know, and I'm talking the regular guy on the street, they had maybe 10 grand in the bank, 15 grand in the bank, right? Because government was sending out checks and paying you more not to work. Well, 2022, that number fell a little bit. But what King World News is saying is what's happening to a lot of the, what they'll call the majority of the bank customers, not the big depositors, the smaller depositors, 
Jason, these accounts have gone back to normal, which is, hey, at the end of the month, maybe I got $1,000 or less, but tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of these banking customers, a couple of years ago, they had ten grand. Those, that, those deposits are gone, and, and King World News is right, and, and they keep declining. The savings rate keeps plummeting. In other words, people got less money in the bank, but they said that's not all. Defaults have now risen. Right? We know credit card defaults, auto loan defaults. Uh, we're we're going to start seeing, I hate to say it, and we are here, We are, there are some bankruptcies in the housing, not a lot, mostly credits, uh, credit cards and autos. But the banks now have to set aside even more money for losses. So that's less deposits, right? Well, we got less money, right? Which means, hey, we're more vulnerable to less deposits. But then they say, but that's not all. They're, they're, they're saying that this, there's a liquidity crisis that is rising rapidly here that isn't making the news because it isn't the, the, the billionaires and the millionaires moving their deposits. This is kind of like, oh, now we've got a banking crisis, Jason, of what we'll call the, the average guy on the street. Yeah, that's, that's exactly correct, the liquidity crisis. Um you know, if, if if you got the guy who's dealing cocaine and he's the he's the guy that everyone goes to buy to go party, right now, and, and, and to equate that is we have a party problem. The, the, you know, the the, the the monetary situation of this country is there's there's not enough cocaine still being put out there. They stopped printing money. If you look at the Fed's balance sheet, except for that little uptick to to buy help float those banks that failed, which wasn't actually printing money to to to, to give it out. That was just to buy assets. The money, the money is going down, and really, there's no other thing to compare it to except for 1929. You know, when the markets crashed, the you know the depression. That's the only other thing you can look at where the Fed was actually holding back and, and actually taking money out of circulation. So, the small people, Joe, for sure. The large investors, for sure. These institutions that would carry larger balances that they're they're not holding money anymore. And, and, and you know, we got fractional reserve lending going on. You know, these banks get to loan, you know, 90%. You know, they for every 10 grand that goes in as a deposit, they can loan 90,000 90, out. Well, if they don't get to loan that 90,000 out, it doesn't get to go to the next bank so that they can do and loan out another 90,000 out. If these this, these loans, this is debt money, so if these loans don't keep moving, the liquidity crisis Joe's talking about, it, it just comes to a halt. The Fed has done this on purpose. This is this is because inflation was going to blow everything up. We're at the end of this, this market crisis. Uh, you know, 80-year market scheme that they're in, and you can almost go just the last 50 years with going off the gold standard, the, the last bankruptcy. It's freezing up, Joe. Everything's it, freezing it, up. It, they it, want this to happen. This is something where, and again, what King World News reporting is saying, hey, there's not enough loans to make up for this. There's not right. enough loans to make up for the loss of the deposit. There's not enough loans to make up for the defaults. And they're talking about the banks are going to be forced to take action, right? Whenever this hits, now King World News saying, first thing, limiting withdrawal amounts. Already it's pretty tough, right? Uh, you don't go into your bank uh, on the average day and say, give me 10 grand cash. That's that's hard to do. Uh, 
But you could definitely see this would be something uh, that it, when a crisis comes, we know they did this in Greece, they did this in Cyprus, uh, they'll easily do it here. Uh, and King World News said, hey, they can stop them all together uh, as the recent action by the central banks and rising rates, right? That's another part that we didn't even get to. Rising rates is now hurting banks instead of helping banks. That's not supposed to be how the system works. What do you do? Make sure you got your money out of there before it happens. 800-951-0592. Jason and I are going to wrap up the week. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Friday. $20 gold pieces, one through, uh, one through 19, 2195, 20 or more, 2175. And then the half, uh, the silver dollar, the silver half dollar, I'll get it right. Silver half dollar rolls, 20 silver half dollars, uh, $210 by 10 rolls or more, $205. Let me give you, uh, real quick on the way out. This was the, the Fed banks. Beige book activity. These were July and August numbers. Uh, then you can decide where we're headed. Boston. Uh, business activity expanded modestly. Uh, home sales falling further. Disappointing spring and summer season. Concerning outlook. New York. Regional ac- economic activity held steady. In other words, it was the same. Flat could be another term. Labor conditions still were were good. Uh, the consumer spending flat, while mag- manufacturing declined. Home sales constrained. Inflation picking up. Philadelphia business activity continued to decline uh, in the uh, current uh, segment. Uh, employment edged up. Wage and inflation. Uh, continue to subside there in Philadelphia, sentiment divided. Cleveland, economic activity was generally flat. Consumer spending and demand softened. Richmond, activity grew very slightly. Uh, Consumer spending, well, not so great. Atlanta, economic activity grew modestly. Uh, the one good point they said were new auto sales. Chicago, uh, economic activity increased slightly. St. Louis, economic conditions have remained unchanged. Minneapolis, economic activity crept slightly. Kansas City, uh, economic activity was stable. Dallas, modest expansion. San Francisco strengthened slightly. So there you have it, Jason. Those are the the 12 regions that they break up this country. Nobody reporting anything outstanding. And a lot of them uh, talking about concerns with consumer spending, talking about concerns uh, for the economy because inflation still remains a problem. I haven't heard anything outstanding happen in the market since 2020 or 2021 when all that free money was printed and certain asset classes just ballooned and skyrocketed and there were some people that were celebrating all the, the easy money. But uh, since 2021, Joe, I haven't heard anything positive in any region. You know, all I hear is, is, is a lot of panicky or worried interests about everything. I mean, I, 
I mean, it's, it's, 2024 is going to be a remarkable year, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of the year of nobody knows what to do, right? Everybody's uh, kind of holding their breath. Uh, I know what to do. Buy more gold and silver. How about this one? You want another reason to buy more? Apparently, Gavin Newsom just announced he's not running for the presidency in 2024 and said that Kamala Harris is the natural successor to Joe Biden. So, yeah, there you go. You need another reason. What's worse, Kamala Harris or Joe Biden? Now, you know what? That, that's a hard one to answer, right? Uh, it may be... It may not be Joe Biden. He may not be the worst one. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.